0: was cool (laughs)
1: like oh isaiah right there
0: Uh yeah i mean there were so many times in sunday school i'm like oh
1: no yeah me
0: too a little bit but anyway it it was still a really good discussion like um uh, about trials and tests and why we have them and stuff and zion's camp fits so perfectly into Mm -hmm. abraham's story and isaiah's story and stuff i just love uh spending everything kind of all at once when it's kind of like a a hodgepodge of things that when all the prophets come together and testify um through different experiences of the same principle
1: yeah and i want to say one more thing um elder gong spoke to a stake somewhere and he made a comment that the other night president nelson had a two-hour visit with the savior oh yeah yeah.
0: Somebody had mentioned that from a Facebook post or something. Um I, I thought that was so interesting. I love getting like a second I don't point
1: know. Point, right and then and everybody was saying did you really hear him say that? She's like, Yes, I was there. I really heard him say that. Uh-huh. Awesome. Anyway, I just thought that would be exciting for everybody to hear. <laughs> yeah,
0: for sure. Um, where we, we know our prophet is being led, but when we have like you know, direct uh Quotable, <laughs> tangible evidence of of those uh, uh, choices. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Thank you.
2: Okay, I'll be quiet now.
0: Oh no, you're... you left
2: us hanging, Cameron, last time, saying what you thought was going to happen at conference. You gotta, you gotta share oh. it this, this second hour. He leaves <laughs> us hanging. It's like every time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I try not to do that. Dang it! Sorry. Um, what did I even say? oh you said you
2: you weren't a rumor monger but you you thought some things were gonna happen and i was like oh you can't just leave us hanging (laughs) oh wow that's mean (laughs) like
3: like two announcements you said
1: Uh, well yeah
3: now some
2: kind of announcements you thought were gonna happen
0: well i think that we're gonna see a change to to temples in in aspects of uh things like scheduling and availability etc and then i think that ministering uh just based upon some of the trials or things that they're doing in, in state, uh, uh around um i i think it's coming this conference but it might be the next conference but who knows where they will kind of disband the the assignments of of ministering i don't know that, that uh, again i'm a rumor monger i should have done that before we started recording but
1: <laughs> i
4: think i was actually I, dancing I agree, I, got a short question. I agree with you on ministering cameron mm-hmm. i think uh I, I i've seen this stuff on that as well and they have to do something people aren't doing it the normal way and mm-hmm. i think the the days of hand-holding And assignments and here's what you're going to do. I think those are going away and we're going to actually be accountable for living the higher law and we're either going to do it or we're not. And it's going to really be a dividing line of who's ready to be in Zion and who's not. Mm -hmm. Here's another
5: question. Yeah. Uh, I have seen renderings of new temples. Uh, I think I saw on the church news or something. Anyways. They all have these drawings of the new temples and all of the bushes and the trees and stuff. There's no Angel Morona.
0: Yep, <laughs> exactly. I think that's one of the things that's going to be coming out, that they're going to explain why.
5: Okay, that was my question. Is that something that is just new or have past renderings had the Angel Moroni on the temple? I have not noticed it. till heretofore.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah, so they've been phasing them out uh, quite uh proficiently (laughs) it's just kind of like under the radar see if anybody notices kind of thing but but yeah uh, a lot of the the newest renderings the past couple years have not included them and that's around the world but um uh, i don't know i it's an interesting change uh i i don't know how many people are ready for that but um i think that it's kind of come to the forefront enough that the church kind of has to address it it might not be at conference but um i think that it'll uh, be a significant thing that they'll kind of have to explain.
5: That may be part of the uh tossing of the trumpet that Marone and I did not too long ago. <laughs> kidding. Because,
0: like, yep, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> my
1: my Elias days are Mike over. <laughs> Mic yep. drop, yes, that's exactly right, Nancy.
4: Um i I think that it probably won't be at conference, but you know how the week of conference, they make a mm-hmm. lot of announcements, they send out a lot of things, they talk about a lot of things in leadership meeting and, and stuff like that, and I think it will probably be in something like that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think
4: so too. Although the ministering change, I fully think will be, it'll be another talk. So, mm-hmm. um, like when we came out with the children and youth thing. Um, Well, when we came out with the quorum changes and stuff, you know, President Nelson announced it and then gave it to poor Elder Cook to explain it all. You know, the the second hour, you know, the two hours instead of three and all that stuff. So that's that may fall under him again. Poor guy, his (laughs) talks get to be here's how we're gonna do it.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, I'm so excited. In two weeks when we have our general conference chat, I think we'll we'll have lots to talk about, you know, in, in general with all the talks, but um I don't know. Like I said in the first group, I'm not a rumor monger, but I love rumors. I love conferences. What do I? I like to stir it.
4: <laughs> stir
5: the pot. <laughs> I like really repeating rumors, so you gotta listen to it once the first time because I'm not gonna tell you again <laughs> <laughs> not
2: rumors, just predictions. There used to be a website that that always made guesses at the new temples that were going to be uh-huh. announced. Some yeah. were right, and some were wrong. But
0: <laughs> yeah, I love to,
2: every guess.
0: <laughs> yeah, and they did not have Burley pegged at all for the the one closest here. Um, yeah, they
1: just put out your drawings for it this week. Uh-huh. I saw or oh, the picture
0: yeah it's very interesting and and how it's going to be bigger than our current temple the twin falls one even though twin falls is a bigger area we're getting the bigger temple and anyway it, that's okay
4: it's, <laughs> to tell you about what's coming your way just saying
0: mm-hmm. All yep.
5: these people.
0: yeah and being involved in construction right now it's i can see it i can see where all of the, the houses are, are coming uh, there's so many plots sold uh this last year and stuff so um i can easily see our stakes just exploding and dividing uh, here. yeah
1: they'll, they'll for sure migrate north as much as they do south mm-hmm. yep <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly um <laughs> yeah, where do we
1: go from there? You know, we just took you off track. <laughs> well,
4: I, I I appreciate I appreciate the expansion and everything because I'm in Northwestern Missouri right now. We drove one hour to get to church this morning. Oh wow! They had one hour. There were 53 people in sacrament meeting. If you didn't count the nine of us who showed up, okay? Wow. So I have moved a family of eight. And so there were nine of us. we were 53, not counting us. And then they're not doing their second hour. So we had to turn around and drive an hour back. So I left this house at nine o'clock this morning and I got back at 1230 because we did visit with a few people and get introduced and stuff like that. Uh-huh. From nine to 1230 and I got one hour of church.
0: That is so interesting. Uh, You know, later when we're reading uh, Isaiah uh, 63 and 66, where Zion is built in a day, uh, where it just kind of appears or whatever, it's like, that's going to need to happen in Missouri because that it's such a a small congregation thing for now, you know, like um, how that prophecy can be on multiple levels.
4: Yeah, they're not here. Mm. Uh Very interesting. And there's one family that lives, two hours from the church building hmm. and then they're doing they're zooming it if there's only one hour they're not driving two hours for yeah. one hour of church and then two hours home they're uh-huh. just doing it on Zoom because it's all on zoom yeah,
1: mm.
0: yeah. Sad. interesting yeah have- <laughs> i'm spoiled i just walk half a block
4: <laughs> well i mean we- Ohio in Ohio we used to have to drive a half an hour and I thought wow that's a long time you know you know and I grew up in a place where I had to drive a half an hour to go to church you know I understand a half an hour that's great an hour two hours I mean that's that's the way it is here in Missouri right now Mm -hmm. it's kind of crazy they Mm -hmm. have they had the youth Sunday school class had six kids in it three of them were from this family that just moved in
0: Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, they were excited. They're like, "Yes!"
4: Yeah. They were very excited about this family.
0: <laughs> Interesting. So,
4: anyway, it, it kind of give you a feel for how things are here versus you know the growth you're experiencing in Burley. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or the craziness that is American Fork. <laughs> I you know. know. In Utah, <laughs> north of north of Utah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I had my culture shock when I went down and stayed with Nancy for Education Week and stuff. And coming from Idaho to Utah is a big difference. And then going to Missouri, that's a whole new ballgame there.
4: I know, I know.
0: Um, well, so with Isaiah uh, being our, our last time and stuff, uh, we had a pretty good testimony, mini testimony meeting or whatever in Group A. with. Um, what has Isaiah changed for? How how are you different? How are your studies different, uh, having went through Isaiah, uh, whether you know before or 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 now, uh, going through it with this group? how is your life different? Where do you, where do you go from here? Um, uh, anyway, just kind of any and all short testimonies on on Isaiah. I'll
1: go first. Yeah. For me, like my I've talked about my blessing, my patriarchal blessing has a lot of stuff in it about the trials i'll face and like even though i've had a lot of trials i'm going to face even more and so for me the isaiah part is just realizing that i'm being refined and getting ready for my ascension and learning that ladder and you know all that kind of stuff just it just makes a lot more sense to me now and Than it did before and i could see it like i saw it pop up and come follow me when i was doing my little questions and stuff and so anyway that's pretty cool and and i don't feel like i understand isaiah fully but i want to keep learning so it's whoever says that i want to keep learning isaiah no that's that's (laughs) one major change that's coming out of everything they always say i want to they always people always skip it when they kind of come to that part
0: (laughs) anyway yeah thank you
5: i would Um, like to say that uh, for me if you can imagine somebody who has grown up their whole life without the ability to read and then being taught how to read and just seeing that with the ability to read and all the books at my disposal, the whole world has opened up to me. Wow. That's cool. Yeah,
1: I love that.
0: Um, So for Isaiah, uh, like Tracy, uh, I think one of my biggest takeaways is the the pattern of descent before ascent. I think that's just huge. I I did not have that considered before and and stuff. And so that was a huge game changer. But the uh, Davidic servant and Davidic covenants, distinguishing out the difference between the Sinai covenant and the Davidic covenant and the Abrahamic covenant and all the other nine uh, biblical covenants. I, I don't know that just like rocked my world and, and helped me understand all of the gospel in a much fuller sense, because, you know, uh, President Nelson asked us to, to study how to let God prevail in Israel and the Abrahamic covenant. Um, and, and we went along that journey. And then um, to realize that, yes, everything is encapsulated within that, that Abrahamic covenant, but there's there's subsections, there's individual things that we can do uh, all up and down this ladder was just game-changing for me. I It changed the way I study, the way that I read scriptures now and can pull out the different areas or or covenants that God is working with his people. Uh, I think that that was just huge. Uh, it, it, it completely changed who I was and, and who I am now. Uh, I, I You just can't go back. You can't change. You, it's just who I am uh, having studied that. So I think I... That was my biggest takeaway from from Isaiah and more specifically, the the Hezekiah story. I I think that that was was game changing.
4: Well, I started studying Isaiah, oh gee, three years ago, I mean, seriously, maybe uh, three to four years ago, seriously starting a, a, a deeper study of Isaiah. And, um, you know, discovering Avraham and all of his stuff. I mean, I didn't know who he was before then. And, and it was, um, it has just been quite an eye-opening thing for me to help me understand what's coming. And it, it's prophesied and it's okay. This is what we're going to have and get used to the idea. <laughs> yeah. you know, um, but it truly has opened up so much of even the book of mormon and understanding to me to understand isaiah right and you know i used to dread the isaiah chapters and now it's like oh that's no problem i can read those i know what they're talking about you know that kind of thing and you know so this it's it's all just part of your expanding understanding Mm -hmm. and uh, it's it's i i'm thrilled that the lord has decided to let me in on the secret so to speak to let me know about everything and and all the things that he's been teaching me and all the different pieces that i'm pulling in from all these different places and putting in the puzzle and i'm able to see more and more of the picture and it's just so cool the the picture the part of the picture that i'm i'm seeing unfolding in front of me right now is not always the
5: greatest but (laughs) You know yeah, but, you, but what yeah but you know how the story ends
4: i do know how the story
0: ends <laughs> yeah exactly and uh kind of like was said like where do we we go from here you know like uh what are we studying next and and how do we uh keep uh, the isaiah momentum up and stuff um from education week i don't know i was sharing this with with group a as well um but uh the class from joseph Spencer um my lighting is not great anyway the vision of all is his book um it's 25 lectures or is it 25 yeah 25 lectures on isaiah in the book of nephi um so that was really instrumental for me to realize that there was literary patterns isaiah's same bifid structure in the book of mormon and so i think that that's where i'm going next in my personal studies um but you know, there's just so much to learn. Like Avraham talks about, you know, it takes a good couple of years before you can actually understand and and be able to uh, explain or, or help others to, to come to Isaiah. You know, I, I feel lucky that we've had this whole book club and group to, to kind of advance that for me anyway. Um, but I, I think that lots of different scholars and, and people are starting to unlock Isaiah. Uh, kind of all around this the same time because it needs unlocked right now um that the lord is starting to uh give the key to to lots of different people and uh what was interesting about joseph spencer he's unlocking isaiah with the same exact key as brownlee as avraham Gileadi, like all of these people and it's through the literary devices so that's my second testimony is that the key to all of the prophets but but importantly um isaiah is through literary devices that's what's unlocking scripture in these last days because literary devices have been suppressed or hidden or or locked away for a long time but now that we've started uncovering chiasmus and parallelisms and and all of those different things it's finally starting to unlock and unravel for for the last days right when the lord needs it to to be understood kind of thing. I have, that's a game changer for me. Uh, I, I love it.
4: Mind blown.
0: Yeah, it, completely mind blown. I, I, I'm so grateful for Education Week, if not just for that one class. I mean, everything was good, but um, to, to see Joseph Spencer and how he does not agree with Avraham Gileade on stuff, but yet they're both unlocking Isaiah, using the same key but in different ways I, I found that so fascinating and, uh, I'm excited to just start studying lots of different uh, angles uh, lots of different perspectives
4: well it's interesting you're talking about that because the very first book that I read about um, studying Isaiah was by John by the way <clears throat> it was called Isaiah for airhead <laughs> and um, he talked about certain keys and certain trees and certain things you know um forests and naming conventions and stuff and he he said one of the keys um that you need to be able to unlock isaiah is to live in the last days Mm. and so the fact that we live in the last days is one of the things that we need to be able to understand isaiah interesting so that was that was kind of cool. It, it's a very it, it's not a super deep book. Yeah. It's you know Isaiah for airheads, but it's the be, it's the beginning. It's you know if you have somebody who's not quite sure they're ready for Abraham,
1: mm-hmm.
4: then they can start with this and then go okay I have this foundation and then build to Abraham because that's what I did.
1: Mm-hmm. You know
4: yeah, sure. that was yeah, I was thrown into the deep end. <laughs> yeah you, you, you jumped into the deep end right but you know from what I know of you now I think that's pretty typical of you so um,
1: <laughs>
0: don't always swim there's a lot of sinking going on but you know it, it happens
4: <laughs> well you know it's like that picture I have in that room you stayed in right that puzzle right mm-hmm. what is the picture of do you remember christ reaching down into the water to pull peter up because he was thinking right isn't that what he does to us he reaches down in the water we're underwater and looking up at him going uh help and he's reaching down saying take my hand Mm
5: -hmm.
4: that's kind of the way we are
0: for sure all right well
4: Um, I wanted
3: to add my two cents.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I <laughs> I pulled your testimony from group A and forgot yeah. that you haven't done it here.
3: But I was just thinking, you know, what would it be like for us if we didn't know how it ends? And, and these the steps, we know the steps that are all the way through uh, this end time thing with the way that world's going and everything it'd be darn scary if you didn't know you know kind of what's going on and we have a clear picture and like it takes away all fear it lets us have faith and we know what we need to be doing and and the lord will provide and protect us which is is wonderful anyway i I love Isaiah decoded. It opened up a lot to me. I I like the rest of you like a whole ladder and the ascent before I mean descent before ascent. That makes so much sense, and it's also very comforting because then when you you're going through all these things, you know there's a purpose, and and it's a good purpose, and it almost makes you excited for the, the suffering. It's like, yeah, bring it on. But anyway, it's, it's it's so so cool. I love that whole concept. And I love understanding what that was all about. I, I always knew that the trials were for our good and stuff, but I didn't realize the extent of it. And anyways, I find that really exciting. And I loved when we uh, were going through about Babylon, and, and I started asking my, myself the questions, like, am I a little bit in Babylon here? And being really honest with myself, and I found I was more in Babylon than I had any idea. And that was so, so cool to take that and get rid of that stuff out of my life and clear that out and it was so freeing and now when i look back i like there's no way i would go back to any of that i i love how that was freeing and um getting rid of the the movies and the different things like that and and all that celebrity worship and all that garbage and the For me, it was a lot. I had done a lot of collections through the years and stuff and had all these curios filled (laughs) with it. And it's like, that's, you know, anyway, I, I got rid of it and, and it, I wouldn't want to go back. I really wouldn't. I loved that part. And I love learning about the end time servant. I never had heard of that before. And how cool that is that I'm really excited for that. And I loved learning about the Sinai Covenant and the Davidic Covenant. I hadn't heard of either one of those and how that and now I can see those in the scriptures, all the scriptures, the Book of Mormon, all through it. In fact, I can see that that Davidic covenant is exactly. What the Savior did for us when He atoned for our sins. That was the Davidic covenant, the greatest ever. Shoot. No, I was going to do this. But anyway, um, switch gears here a little. I love learning about the iniquities, how that's uh, generational. And Um, we get those from our ancestors and the, the Lord expects us to cleanse those lines. It's, it's, he leaves that up to us to take care of. And I, I didn't know I had that responsibility to do. And at first it kind of scared me to take on a Davidic covenant, but I have an, an, the Lord steps you through everything and it's great. It's great. I, I, I love how that's, that's happening for me because like those iniquities, they, they affect up to the third and fourth generation. And that's, that's my kids and my grandkids. Of course I want to clear those. And there, shut up. I didn't know it's gonna get so emotional. but it has it has it has changed my life. It has changed it for the better. I understand my responsibilities. I think I'm understanding what my mission is. And I've always wondered. I thought kind of I was on the right path but now I, I get I, I'm pretty sure I got my mission. Got my mission (laughs) call. Anyway, that's
2: Darlene. We love you. Um, Can you not shut up about that for a minute? Because I have a question for you. Um, You talked about the generational inequities and how you can help clear that up. What is? I I need to learn more about that. And so, can you elaborate at all? Yeah. I don't know how
3: others do, and I'm sure there's other ways and stuff. But I, I followed kind of what the pattern of what King Hezekiah did, and I, I went to the Lord and I asked, I asked what, what iniquities are there, and I, and. Um,
0: but you needed like a, a good solid bedrock understanding of the difference between a sin a transgression and an iniquity right like those three the difference between those before that whole process right
3: yeah and actually on this particular prayer I was asking because through Abraham I learned that all um illnesses are from uh covenant breaking um and so and I have quite a few little issues going on with me and, and so I've been stepping through and correcting those and repenting for those things and this this was my sixth one that I was on this has been over a period of when we first started the the class and um uh, and that one was made known to me that that particular one was from an iniquity, and, and I was told which ancestor it was. It was a great, it was a great great grandfather, and um, and why and what and 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 step by step how to to clear that and it and he, he was like he's like trapped over in the spirit world he he hasn't accepted the work's been done for him but he hasn't accepted that he can't he's still in prison. He, he needs help because it's a lot harder to repent for sins when you don't have your body and so that's what where I play a part is taking on the Davidic covenant for him to help him clear that for himself and help him through that. And when you take on a Davidic covenant, there is someone on the ladder that's higher than you usually, like a seraphin, helps you through that so that you can have the strength to do that. So I'm lifting down to help him, but someone's uh, reaching down to help me. And that's why I told that story where um, my brother uh, came to me in the temple and and I know that he was signaling to me, because I was going through the temple with that Davidic covenant, and I know he was signaling to me that he was the one that was helping me through with this on the other side. And I'm just getting started on this, but it's I've done t- two Davidic covenants so far. And anyway, I, I love being able to help them. And, I, and I, before I didn't even know that was possible to do. And I, I hope to do that with all of the lines that I have that uh, I can help with that. Um,
2: I, I feel so strongly, this is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing um, your brother passed away? Yes. Is that right? Yes. He, he, um, He suffered a lot. When, in, when, when in, in
3: earth life as well. I think he was probably on the seraphim level when he left. Knowing this, I, at the time, I didn't know anything about ladder anything, but looking over his life and, uh, Cameron and I have talked about this. We believe he was on the seraphim level uh, when he died. It's been many years ago, but he suffered for
2: eight years, great suffering. Mm. Yeah. That makes, um, even though my husband was, um, had a lot of, of issues, he cleared them up and just, Stored above where I was, and the especially in in the area of of godly love, and this makes a lot of sense to me. Why he's on the other side now? Because I have felt so a ridiculous amount of his help, and I'm feeling that this is exactly why. Thank you, darling.
1: Yeah
0: yeah it's very interesting you know like all of those processes might look wildly different for everyone um uh, you know my my experiences are, are very different from my mother's in in lots of ways but um just the the wealth of information and guidance that can come from reading Isaiah and and other prophets and scriptures and and really being able to connect and hear him will will help guide us through through the last days, because we all have very different missions and different experiences to go through, right? And um, <laughs> yeah, I asked my mom this uh, today. My mom and dad. Uh, I said, "How is your life different looking back one year ago?" Uh, as you were expecti- er, expecting or uh, expecting, uh, looking forward to, to General Conference, October uh, twenty twenty. What's different in your life uh then versus now? And I'd go, oh my gosh, like my whole life has changed in one year, like a, a complete 180. I remember back then, mother, when um I I asked my my family, come follow me. I was like, what do you all? See in me, like what's my life's mission? I was aimless. I was just kind of floating, and and I didn't know what to to do or go or d- anyway. And so I had them all write down like my my biggest uh, spiritual gifts, what they thought they they were, and and stuff. Kind of getting the people that knew me best to kind of help me analyze my life and stuff, and and now look at. <laughs> I'm not saying now look at me. I'm I'm, I'm great, um, but. I think I've found my purpose. Like my mom said, like, I think I found parts of my mission. I think that I, I have confidence to navigate the, the end times because of scriptural patterns, uh, studying those out and how they match with my life and, and the things that I'm experiencing. Uh, they just give this huge roadmap. Uh, I think that we can all find our, our mission calls <laughs> through the scriptures. There.
3: And. And one last thing there, um, looking back over the whole thing, I can see where Cameron and I were led to, literally led to Isaiah decoded um, by the Lord. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. Yeah, because it's not where I, was I mean,
0: That was like the last thing on my list.
3: <laughs> yeah. And I've never heard of it before but but yeah it's such a blessing Mm
5: -hmm. you know that's that's interesting I had I had some kind of a maybe a similar instance where I had I had an individual come to me in in my dream and try to uh, uh to get me to do something wrong it was a very graphic dream and and one that disturbed me to the point where I woke up and I found it very difficult to get back to sleep. So the next morning, after I did finally get to sleep and wake back up, the um, uh, I couldn't get it off my mind. It was just, and it kept racing through my head over and over and over again. So as I went to work, uh, I was listening and praying about it. And, and, um, and then it dawned on me, and I think I'd heard something from I'd heard something from Mike Stroud or for another one of those uh, uh, particular type teachers that we, we work, we interact with the people on the other side of the veil. So at that moment in time, I stopped what I was doing and I started to pray for this individual. Um, because I realized at that moment that this individual had volunteered to tempt me or to, to uh, torment me. Not so much because they wanted me to be seduced, or uh, brought to the dark side, but they wanted to get within um, a close proximity to me, so that their spirit could actually communicate with my spirit, covertly. And what I realized, I found out was this person was asking for help. And they could not help. They could not ask for help or get help where they were at. But somebody on the outside here on earth could pray for them and their behalf and that would help. So as I prayed, I actually went into a private place and I, I passed out everything in that room to make sure I had a completely positive atmosphere. And then I made a request to the Lord to send angels of light to go rescue that individual. And then, um, because they wanted out. They realized that they had made a mistake or whatever it is that had got them there, they realized that I was their only hope. And I requested that that the return and report be given uh, as to the condition of what happened. So I, I went about the rest of my day and about three quarters of the way through that day, all of a sudden I was overcome with a huge piece and a love and a, and a big thank you in my head and I realized at that point in time that they had been snatched from the the iron bars of hell and they now were in a place of um, um, security they were being taught and were given the opportunity to begin their process of repentance, but they were no longer in the in the custody of darkness but that they were in um, spirit prison as you would say where they are still strictly re- restricted as far as what they're doing but they are able to press forward and begin so and i got the i got the reassurance that they were out and and i ha- think i have received small updates here since that and that's been a couple of years ago but i think mm-hmm. this is And now that you're talking about that, that might have been one of my relatives.
2: I'm sure it was. Yeah. Um, A few years. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I did not realize that there's as many like-minded people (laughs) as there are. A few years ago, my, um, sorry, (laughs) it's been an emotional day, (laughs) um, One of my husband's best friends called me and he said, it was a terrible time to receive his phone call and I could barely hear him, but um, he had just had a dream that he needed to tell me because it was a message from my husband and it was that um, our family work is only half done. And that he my son, was very concerned about it. And um, we're both converts and know the work is not all done, but I <clears throat> have reached a point in my family history where you know I can do cousins, but the there's roadblocks for um, lack of information um, at this point in time and the same thing on his side. And what I later learned was that Um, they are stuck emotionally, spiritually, uh, just like what you were talking about and they need to be rescued and helped. And so that helped me understand, um, my husband's passing because that's all he wanted to do was to help people. And so (laughs) that, combining that with the things that the two of you just shared tonight makes a lot of sense and i i am uh, i'm gonna go forth and with the lord and do that thank you
0: yeah that's a totally different Avenue than I thought we'd go down tonight <laughs> it's been fun <laughs> i
3: I think you'll have a lot of
2: success and, <gasps> and fulfillment from it there was so much opposition to me getting on tonight and I almost couldn't do it. And I'm so glad that I did. Mm -hmm.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm. As we connect with, with heaven, uh, we receive such individual tutorship kind of thing, you know, it's going to be wildly different for every single, uh, person and, and things, but uh, as we do we start receiving uh kind of what we came here to do our our missions on, on earth but I tell you what, they are are not for the the faint of heart right <laughs> as we um start um i don't know i don't know how to put this in in good words so it's just going to come out nah. but um as we start living up to our full potential. It's going to get misunderstood. It's going to get chastised. It's going to be, uh, sound kooky sometimes, but that's why it's so important in these last days, not to be deceived by Satan and to be able to actually communicate with heaven and know that you are communicating with heaven, right? So that you can press forward firmly in faith on, on the covenant path there. There's so much more that the Lord needs to teach us and, and everything, but uh, you know, it, <laughs> it is one hard road. And, um, you know, like, like I've shared with, with y'all, like, you know, sometimes you get pushback from your family. Sometimes you, uh, start doubting, like, oh my gosh, am I really like, where am I at? What's going on? Like, sometimes I wake up and go, yikes. <laughs> but, um, the Lord has such tender mercies all along the way to help us, to reassure us, to, to buoy us up. But a lot of the last days has to be by faith. And, and you have to, to step into the unknown sometimes. Sometimes he'll reel you right back because you, you took a couple wrong steps out in the dark. But, you know, he, he safeguards you and brings you uh, right to where you need to be and, and helps you along. But um, anyway, there's it's such an interesting time to be alive. I tell you, uh, I, I'm loving the last days. And that's why, Isaiah is so crucial to that. I, I just love him. I understand now why it's a commandment to study his words, why the Lord was so fond of the revelations he gave to Isaiah for him to write down and and give us in these last days. Uh, it's so comforting, right, to, to know that we are living the times prophesied by many uh, of the prophets, especially those <laughs> like the, the first presidency in of the 12 that I shared from the Tanakh, uh, a couple of weeks ago from education week, um, they prophesied of our day so completely, and we have their words so that we can help navigate that for ourselves. And for those around us, uh, you know, it's not going to be much longer. I don't think before things really start hitting hard and and setting in and, and we're going to start living through some of the, the worst of it. And so we have to be spiritually prepared and we have to be able to, to be the Kings and Queens that, that help other people navigate the, the end times too. Uh, I think that's, that's a huge part. Um, (laughs) Yeah. We're not going to get to uh, Isaiah 63 and 66, but I I highly encourage uh, a good reading of, of those chapters um and uh, looking at at some of the commentary uh based on those i, I there's so much uh fun stuff there um it, it's interesting how isaiah ends his final verse uh, there in in chapter 66 with like the gloom and doom of it all but um through his uh chiastic structure bifid structure uh it's all parallel with this disinheritance and inheritance aspect. It's the the culmination of either the pride cycle or the faith cycle. And um, anyway, how how comforting that is to know that the covenants work. That's what Isaiah's whole purpose is, is to take a look step-by-step at the covenants, at the winnowing process. You can either be ruined or you can choose rebirth. And with agency, you choose each step of the way, and it culminates in the the apex of covenant, which is inheritance or disinheritance. We can be a Zion people, or we can choose to, to, to be sawn asunder and uh, not have all of those covenantal blessings that, that come with
5: them. Um, okay. Yeah? You know what? I was just kind of putting a couple of points together in the fact that we just heard that uh, uh, there's been a report that President Nelson has just had a two-hour discussion with the Lord. Yeah, uh, He's a little bit farther up the ladder. And I'm not saying that one of us is going to get a two-hour interview with the Lord. But <laughs> what I am saying, is, as Isaiah has instructed and Isaiah set a pattern, that we can have personal interviews with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And as we as we gain our mat- spiritual maturity, we are put closer to the veil. We are get closer to the the, the, the sanctification that is required in order to have those kind of interviews. And especially if we're going to be kings and queens who are going to be used for salvation of other people or helping to guide that salvation or facilitate it, then those interviews are going to need to be done and they're going to need to be communicated directly and they're going to be distinctly and clearly. So I think that's something that you take into consideration by those people who understand and can see the wisdom and the understanding of Isaiah. No wonder the Savior himself said, precious are the words of Isaiah.
3: Mm
1: -hmm. Exactly. Well,
0: any other just kind of final thoughts and uh, insights before we we head out for the night? Uh, So we're going to have two weeks of break and then let me pull up the, the schedules because I, <laughs> I explain it, but then it's easier if you just see it. Um, so we have two weeks of break, and then we come back for the general conference chat, and then we will be hitting Triumph of Zion chapters one and two. So we have one week off for Thanksgiving, two weeks off for Christmas, and then... Uh, in January, we're going to take chapter 10 and divide it into four parts because it's just such a huge chapter with lots of individual pieces. Um, but yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to be off for two weeks, but uh, we're going to be studying up a storm, right? <laughs> I, I'm trying to, going going to try my, my second attempt at a general conference binge between now and then uh, to try to, to binge last conference all again, back to back. Uh, so I can try to find some more patterns and connections and themes etc anyway any last thoughts and and things before we close out for the night it's been such a fun night (laughs) at at first when my mom started going into Davidic covenant and stuff I'm like well maybe I won't post this one because this one's a a pretty tender and and in-depth look at, at some mysteries and stuff but then after all of this, like, oh man, some, some really good experiences and, and insights and tests and when testimonies here that all kind of go together. Uh, just be careful who you share it with, but uh, I'll, I'll still post it on, on the learnings I am.
5: Uh, just as a, it's just a random thought. Every now and then I'll get an idea to watch a conference talk or listen to a conference talk and I'll go and I click on the, the speakers, not the, the year, but the speaker and this morning i felt impressed to listen to an uh christopherson elder christopherson talk that i think he did in 2016 17 18 something i don't know i posted it on my facebook page but i think the title was um power through covenant interesting uh-huh. and um i'd have to look it up to get you but but you can go through there. elder, most of the time, I, I try to get the, the the higher the prophet or or oopdorf uh, or for those. But today it was Elder Christofferson thing, and and I just kind of looked scrolled down through his all of his talks, and then all of a sudden that one caught my eye, and I tapped on it and listened to it, and it impressed me so much. I shared it with the world, so you know. <laughs> and he talks about covenants, but he but it has a lot to do. He did a lot out of the Bible, which I thought was extremely important, too. So that's the reason I went ahead and shared it. I don't know what kind of a reaction it got. I haven't gotten any notifications from it, but Mm -hmm. it's out there. Yeah. Yeah, It's
4: been there for 10 hours, and no one has reacted to it at all. (laughs) So I don't know if it's been, Hmm. and it didn't come up on my feed. Normally, your stuff comes up first on my feed. I had to actually go to your page to see it, so I wonder if Facebook is shadow bandit.
0: yeah, Facebook's doing a lot of that lately. <laughs> I can't
5: imagine why it doesn't say anything about it. the hokey pokey or the
1: yeah.
5: Chinese uh, uh, gift you or anything with politics. anyway, <laughs> maybe I was just to uh listen to that so that I could share it here,
0: yeah. Because I'm definitely interested in that, taking a look at that in comparison with what we're talking about tonight.
2: Yeah, me too. Hey, Cameron. How uh-huh. do we access, I know, it's Learning Zion is the website. How do we access the, um, I'd like to go back and watch the beginning of what I missed here tonight. So where where is that in it? I... I, it's kind of like hit and miss me being able to find them. So,
0: <laughs> I know a lot of people have expressed the same thing. So, I'm going to have to like revamp and redo the the site here. So, on Learning Zion currently, um, for this week, um, you can uh, look here. This is what the assignment is, and you can view the videos and discussion. But all of our book clubs are are listed at the top. Uh, if you click on Book Clubs and Classes um then you'll go to book club isaiah and then um if you haven't joined that that class it might have you join it up here um but you can go down through all of the different weeks and so we're here on the, the last week and then you can see all of the different videos from all of the different groups so um anyway i'll, I'll be posting uh A&B tonight uh, just underneath here
3: it it takes a while to for him to download it on there
0: uh yeah i usually download <clears> it, so <throat> the next day it's available and uploaded and processed kind of thing
5: <laughs> you yeah. can
3: see on the side there the ones that are check marked are the ones that are ready and the class a isn't on there yet either for tonight but it will be tomorrow.
0: But yeah, I've tried to set everything up so that everything is here on the, the homepage. So, uh, any of our book clubs are going to be right at the top. So, you can see this week, and usually there's a, a third column with next week's uh, reading material. Um, but since we're at the end, it's only showing these two columns. And then you can see any uh, comments and, and activity in any of the discussion groups. Um, Uh, down below but yeah uh, if all else fails go up at the top click on book clubs and then navigate to which lesson and and stuff you want to look at and learn and then also at the end of the uh book club so after Wednesday night I'm going to send out an email to everyone that participated and with a link to every single one of the videos to, to have it for your records so that you don't necessarily have to go to Learning Zion to, to view them you can just click on them in your email thanks
4: thanks for all your work Cameron you were really amazing
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> you know like I'm taking on this multi idaho bulk buy and everything and, and stuff and that's taking a lot <laughs> I'm, I'm sometimes <laughs> I, i'm kicking myself I, I get myself
4: into some busy mood <laughs> yeah. i understand that
5: just yeah. wait till you're translated then you won't have to sleep just think how busy you'll be then
4: that's what i'm hoping for
5: and that's what i pray for okay. every night
0: <laughs> help me find the time and if i don't have the time help me translate myself so that i can get the time yep <laughs> it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing but i'm kind of half serious with it
1: no, it's, it's real the other day in a gospel doctrine class our teacher was like kind of making a fun of like oh yeah sure none of us are gonna see the lord you know that's just for prophets and apostles and stuff like that and i'm like oh, seriously
5: well, we know that he won't see him yep yeah.
0: Yeah. a little bit further down the road But yeah, how comforting just that piece of information is that uh, seeing and conversing with the Lord is available in the flesh. And once you know the the phrases, the words to look for it, you can see that every single prophet, modern and in antiquity, has testified to that fact. Like, that's kind of one of their jobs is to testify that it's available for everyone. I mean, little young Nephi (laughs) had a desire and was able to, to see what his father saw. I mean, that's, that's everything. It, there's, it knows no ages. Mormon being a sober child. Like we have so many different examples. It's just about us. Uh, we're the limiting factor here. How, how often, or no, not how often. How quickly we can learn to, to submit ourselves and use our agency to turn our will over to the father. And to, to pass our tests of loyalty every step of the way. And, you know, Abraham took him uh, many different trials and, and lessons and stuff to paint the most perfect picture of loyalty and Hased for us and studying those prophets. Anyway, sorry, I don't even know why I went on that soapbox, but <laughs> every prophet testifies of it. I just want to drill. The, if I could help everyone to understand that one principle, that would be it. Uh, that it is available in the flesh if you want
5: yeah, it. It's not going to be loyalty. Mm-hmm.
0: Yep, test of loyalty. All right. Well, it's been fun studying Isaiah with you all. It's been such a fun trip. Um, we'll see you in a couple of weeks for Tramp of Zion as we put some of this into practice. I expect everyone by the end of the semester to be translated, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Okay. We're, we're, I think I think our next class, when we talk about general conference, I think that's going to be the fun one.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah.
4: also, if you're looking for another book, here's a book.
0: Oh yes, God. Will I have it. I just haven't got into it yet. Yeah, I need
1: to. God
4: will prevail. It is about ancient covenants, modern blessings, and the gathering of Israel, by Carrie Mielzyn. And the, if you have the Deseret Bookshelf app, then the audio book is on there and you can listen to it. But I can tell you, you are going to want the hard copy because he has charts in here. Let's see if I can find it real quick for you. What's it called, Nancy? Huh?
2: What's it called again?
4: It's called God Will Prevail, but it has a chart it has a chart and I realize that my camera is probably showing it to you in reverse. Right. But the come, it has the covenantal blessings that the Lord gives us and our obligations. Mm. So if you ever wanted to know what does the Lord promise us and what is it we have to do to get these blessings. It's right there. It's right there. And, and you know, the stuff in the appendix, it's the same kind of way in Sharp is the, the dream. Mm-hmm. So, um,
0: <laughs> I'm so excited it, to study that now.
4: Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm halfway through the audio and I'm like, okay, I need to actually watch this. Oh, mm-hmm. what in the world did you do, Cameron?
1: <laughs> oh, no, I touched you, a button.
4: <laughs> oh, we are, we are in a, we're all in a circle. That's kind of funny.
0: I don't I like, even know. So I went to switch to the speaker view so that I could see your thing bigger because it's all in gallery mode. And then I'm like, "What is immersive view?" And I clicked on it. And I, clicked on this. I suppose you're wondering why I call
5: this meeting.
0: I love it. So there's so many fun little weird things you can put different classroom settings.
5: I haven't had
4: a belly laugh today. Thank you. <laughs> oh there we go there we go we need to have it like this camera now that way we can see everybody before we yeah. can see everybody
5: <laughs> the corner with a dunce cap on
1: i yeah. thought you were translated
5: <laughs> oh, <all> in translation.
4: <laughs> and i'm still sitting here just sitting
1: here
0: yeah Because your backgrounds all there and stuff i don't know what the heck
4: well, the, I think it is anybody who has a solid or more solid background that knows what to trim. But uh-huh. Darlene has so much visual <laughs> noise behind her, it doesn't know how to trim that. So it just gives her a whole box. Scott, Scott needs a bigger
1: chair. And I, I, I like
4: the dog. We have a dog <laughs> in the class. That's
0: yep. <laughs> My dad. I don't know what this one is. Does that just show me and Tracy for everyone? Yeah, it does. I don't know why it's just two people.
4: Oh, my goodness.
5: (laughs) You remember you're recording all
4: this, (laughs) right? Yeah. Oh, look, look, there we go. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Oh.
4: Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I like this one the best. This is fun. I wish it would have like the when I pull up slides and stuff. I wish like a whiteboard would come down from the ceiling and then like project it on for the class.
1: We need to get Scott a bigger chair, though. (laughs) (laughs) Barely, he's hanging on. (laughs) That's great. uh,
0: Just when
5: you thought Zoom couldn't. (laughs) Pay no attention to the man behind the green curtain. (laughs)
4: <laughs> Cameron, there's a screen in the background. Maybe you, when you bring it up, it just says it on the screen.
0: Oh, yeah. Let me try doing that. Just like... Oh,
1: we oh, are having
0: so, fun no, now.
4: I am... nope. No, that just. Oh nope. well, no, it's on <laughs> screen, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, and so we're in, you know, I'm actually in a chair. Look at that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you like the perfect size it's it's a formatted you just right and stuff i love it
5: oh, I'm nothing, I'm nothing, I'm nothing. <laughs>
1: seriously
0: like what class that does this is actually going to be on topic and everything like i can just see like kids doing their their schooling or whatever on zoom yeah. just
5: i got a phone book i can sit on <laughs> Very good.
0: I That is hilarious. Oh.
4: So glad I found now that he's a giant. Oh. Now he's a giant. <laughs>
1: hey, that's great. <laughs> I might
0: start group C like that for Wednesday.
1: <laughs> oh, you guys will
4: giggle all the way through. <laughs> oh, but to be able to see everybody's faces, I think that's really cool. That's much better.
0: Uh-huh. Oh, that's so funny.
4: Hilarious. <laughs> All
0: right. mm. Well, it's been fun. We will see everyone post conference for a great recap.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Super fun. All right. Have a great week, y'all. Thank you.
1: Bye bye. You can't see the hand.